from the 915 to H-Town, from the Panhandle Plains to the Valley, and everywhere in between. This is the 5050 Podcast, powered by College Promoters USA. Join me, Hector Cano, as we cover the Texas high school club and college soccer landscape, along with an inside look at the college soccer recruiting scene. The 5050 Podcast is a platform about the people and for the people who are dedicated to the beautiful game. College Promoters USA, founded and located in San Antonio, operates as the only family-owned college recruiting company in Texas that brings a truly professional, local, and face-to-face approach to area high school student-athletes and their families. If your son or daughter is serious about college athletics, call them at 210-494-6363 or visit collegepromotersusa.com anytime. College Promoters USA, the best investment a parent can make in their high school student-athletes.
Yeah. Yeah. Great stuff. Great stuff. Um, so, uh, Matt, from your perspective, anything? Oh, man, just uh, on a product. I mean, you know, of course, you know, if anything, you know, we will always go through, you know, the film, you know, always, you know, view it. You know, we're never just going to take some certain links, you know, just kind of slap it up there on a profile. You know, we want to make sure that, you know, each video is the best version of that video. It can be even if it already has transitions, circles there, you know, we'll still look at it. You know, if there's a, a extra frame, you know, missing or, or you know, uh, stuck there that, you know, someone didn't cut low early, you know, we'll just try and clean it up, you know, for them. But, you know, if anything, just, you know, taking that product, taking, you know, their video that, you know, some of these families, you know, even film themselves, you, you, you know, like uh, on their, you know, cell phone, on the iPad, you know, taking that video, trying to make it, you know, just the best product, you know, that they're proud to, you know, share to these to these coaches, to everyone else. So, yeah, just I mean, kind of like what Frank said, the attention to detail, yeah. you know, it's yeah. it's making sure. Yeah, just like I said, I never want to uh, whenever we send these videos, you know, I always want them to be, you know, as perfect as can be. You know, like I said, I always, you know, will uh, move some stuff around, you know, if I need to. But, you know, I don't want to, you know, leave that early play up in that top 10, you know, never make right. that that mistake, at least. Uh, but. Yeah, no, just uh, just going through everything, making sure that it's that best representation mm -hmm. of, you know, their 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 child's athlete. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Matt once made a eight minute production out of 16 hours of video. Wow. Yeah. 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 You sometimes have to <laughs> yeah. go through. Yeah. That's, yeah. No, yeah. Notes. <laughs> notes are appreciated, people. Let me tell you. It's a 90-minute game in, in, uh, in yeah. soccer. Some notes, a little description. Hey, hey, whatever works. Whatever hey. works. So. Um, go, switching gears here. So back to JM, I know there was a particular piece. I know that you wanted to talk about something that mm -hmm. you've been working on as of late, as it relates to, um, just in general mental health, but as it relates to the college recruiting process, tell us a little bit about that. Awesome. So just, you know, first, first and foremost, I am not a psychiatrist. I am not, <laughs> not a doctor. Um, but Get the disclaimer, yeah, just a disclaimer there. Uh, but you know, having, uh, a solid mental makeup and just being confident and realizing that everyone's process is different in the recruiting world is such uh, an overlooked thing. You know, it's just teenagers go through a lot nowadays, right? They're, they're not only going through school and just getting older and having to navigate the intricacies of life that come to being right. 16 years old, but they've also got, you know, friends, social media, their recruiting process too, you know? So um, being able to have a solid mindset about things and not get down on yourself is a tool that can be utilized not only in recruiting, but in life itself. Right. And, um, it doesn't mean we're not going to have days where we just don't feel it. Right. Some days are just better than others. And, right. you know, even if it's, it is what it is, but being able to bounce back from that and to really take a step back at the same time and just see the bigger picture of things. Um, I feel like that is so necessary nowadays, uh, to really help athletes just slow down a little bit, right? Everything's a million miles an hour and we forget to breathe. Sometimes we're busy. We're doing this. We're going to practice. We got club, we got trials, we got media day. You know, I could go on and on about yeah. it. Um, but it's, uh, mental health is something that is not talked about enough nowadays. And I think, uh, even as my role here at director of scouting, you know, again, um, I invite people to come to me and say, Hey, you know, 
John Michael, I'm I'm swamped with stuff, or I'm not hearing from who I want to hear to, and I'm I'm sad about it. What do I do? You know, we're never gonna dog that. We're never gonna be like, oh man, you know, you know, suck it up. You know, it's not like that. Mm-hmm. People need to be listened to, and when people are listened to, and they are presented solutions from someone that might not be immediate family for some reason it kind of clicks right, right. i could right. tell them the same stuff that their parents have been telling them and for some reason because i'm not mom or dad you know it's going to stick with them so uh you know i just think it's something that should be you know your, your your brain and your mind are very very powerful and you can shape the outlook of not only one day but an entire lifetime uh you know between your ears so it's important to have a solid mental makeup when you're going through a recruiting process it can be you know quite strenuous at times yeah yeah no doubt and and you hit on something there about not not getting caught up in comparing your your process right your journey right because each and every one are different even even with in in the world that we live in they're oftentimes around fellow fellow teammates that are also in the process right so it's kind of natural for them to want to see where their teammates are right, right. in the process. So um, what bit of advice um, from your experience would you share with that in terms of not comparing your process to others? So there's always going to be that one kid that, you know, um, it just happens for them, right? They've got the size, strength, speed measurables, and they just get found. And it looks like everything is just so easy for them. And then, you know, for the other 99.9% of kids out there, um, they're going to have to do the recruiting process a bit differently. They're going to have to make some proactive efforts there. Uh, and, um, you know, if you sit there and you just base your happiness off someone else's social media feed or seeing where they're going, it's going to be miserable. Right. Yep. Yeah. Um, and it, 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 you could have two identical recruits and a coach just likes one better than the other. You know, it doesn't mean you're a bad person if a school's not interested in you. Uh, but it's easy to have that type of breakdown almost like, man, I'm just not good enough. I want to I want to hang up the cleats and just and just, you know, go home, you know, mm-hmm. and it's no. If anything, you know, being able to um, have your own process should make you something to be proud of. Right. Yeah. If everyone's recruiting process was the same, everyone would get recruited. And that's not the case. You know, yeah, you have your own, point. yeah, you, you have your own story to write. You know what I mean? You've got your own, um, your own stuff that you want to put out there and your own legacy to leave. And, uh, you know, just being, being mentally, uh, in your own lane and also on your own side, you yeah. can become your own biggest enemy in your head without even realizing it. Right. And, uh, you can self-sabotage in some ways like, Oh, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to reply to this coach. And you, you know, it's just yeah. like it, a lot of different things can go on. So, um, I just think being able to have a, a solid mental makeup and somewhere to discuss that is uh, is really the message we're trying to push. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I think I think one of the biggest pieces is trying to get the, the parents get get it pretty easily, but I think it's more of trying to get the student athlete to understand to look at it from the coach's perspective, right? And right. in terms of particularly when a coach emails you yeah. directly, right? A coaching staff emails you, and how important it is to get back to them in a timely manner because that could be a 24 to 36 hour window that exactly. you might miss if you don't you know and and coaches coaches are looking they're studying that they're yeah. recent they're, they're looking into that for sure yeah, so they want to see who's prompt to respond mm-hmm. who will jump through those little hoops that they they set out for these recruits in the early stages you know it's very rare it, it does happen you know we've all seen it happen to the, mm-hmm. the one kid like i'm telling you about um that they um you know just happens for them but for all these other ones you know They've got to have a process in place and they've got to have something uh, concrete to build off of and use as a springboard every day. So, yeah. Now, from your perspective, Frank, right, we talk about campaigns, marketing, Mm -hmm. but 
one a big part of what you do is leading up to um, showcases, ID camps, different events, right? Um, what is some things that you maybe you've seen along the way that you recommend in terms of a better approach for student athletes as they're kind of ramping up, getting ready for those? Uh, I would say one thing, just get like really familiar with athletic staff directories. That's where the information is that you mm -hmm. want. Uh, and if you're going to be at a showcase and let's say you're going to the ECNL showcase or something like that, and they provided all the info for the coaches that are going to be there, but that coach doesn't have an email. Mm -hmm. uh, you just need to get familiar with the athletic staff directories page because that's where the info will be uh, when it's available. Uh, so you got to get the info. Uh, lead your subject line smart. Uh, right. Lead your subject lines with the name of the event of the tourney, uh, the location of the tourney. Maybe not like actual address, but like city, city, state. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, and then like, division of if it's like a certain division gold division silver division uh, right. something like that yeah. so just make sure that all uh everything that you're pushing out is consistent and uh one big thing uh i know you you always say you don't you worry that like people might think i'm not like a soccer person uh, <laughs> <laughs> and i say i'm a marketer yeah, uh, yeah. so one thing is you want to layer your email attacks like you're going to want to send one email about the event that you're going to. Uh, if you can meet them in person, that's great. Maybe try to get their cell phone number then. Uh, and then let's say you're going to want to send like a post event wrap up. And it doesn't have to be for a showcase. It could be an ID camp, you know, uh, it could be anything. Yeah, if you yeah. go into a, like a state soccer tournament, you right. make the final four or something like that. Yeah. And some group of Texas coaches are going to be there. Uh, email them about that. Yeah. Uh, leave the subject line with that. Mm -hmm. uh, so just being consistent in your email approaches and uh, personalization. Personalization is a big thing. Uh, you just want to make sure that you always know who you're talking to. Mm -hmm. You don't want to like leave the coach last name off. You want to make sure that you're using their names right. uh, and that you're just providing all the correct information. If, yeah. if like, if the times are going to change, then list the times that you have and just say, Hey, you know, Times are subjects to change. Uh, I would love for you to make it out to a game if possible. Right. Yeah. Now, for maybe for our newer recruits, newer PSAs, or potential, the ones that are thinking about it, right, mm -hmm. or they're kind of on the fence still, or even for the parents, right, when you say elaborate a little bit on – because I know what you're talking about. When yeah. you say directories, right, staff directories, yeah. give us give us a little bit more detail of what you're talking about and how they can – how they can access them. Okay. So the staffs for each college staff uh, is online and you mm -hmm. can get their information if they want you to. Uh, you just got to run a keyword Google search, uh, Trinity University Athletic Staff Directory. Mm -hmm. uh, you hit that link and that'll take you to where it hosts all their coaching data. And it's not all, it's not all coach coaches, you know, some are like, uh, athletic directors as well and anyone that might have anything to do with the athletics program right. will be on that page. or you can go to that direct team sports page right mm -hmm. on online on their website mm -hmm. and then under it's usually under the roster or yeah, what have yeah. you yeah. well the team sports is great if you want it because the team sports uh they have the coaches like there but also the team sports are great because the id camps links will be there mm -hmm. whether the camp has expired or not but that's where the new right. camp link will be right uh, and also if you hit like the more plus links, sometimes there's additional links, it, mm -hmm. it varies from each. There's only like four different software setups for yeah. athletic staff directors. Yeah. So once you get comfortable with like two of them, you'll be comfortable with most of them. Right. Uh, and if you hit the, 
more additional links, that's where the mostly the recruiting questionnaires are. Some we have seen the rise of field level uh, in like the football space, yeah, recruiting yeah, questionnaires, yeah, yeah. and some in soccer too. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's a free thing, you know. Uh, I would never, would never recommend against using something free. Right. Yeah. You know, and there is something to be said for the good old fashioned phone call, right? Yeah. Totally. So I tell <laughs> I tell my players I tell teenagers all the time is like you know that text box thing that you have in your hand it functions as a telephone too <laughs> as a mobile mobile phone service but um i and i think i if i recall i think it was just the other day i saw something on something on twitter from i think it was a recruiting coordinator for a power five football program mm -hmm. talking about um and i could be off on the sport but it was hey be that it was a message to psa's one of those direct messages about yeah. be that recruit mm -hmm. that is separate yourself by attempting to make phone calls Definitely. right make phone and and keep bugging that coaching staff right just keep calling them keep calling keep leaving messages keep along with the emails yeah. along yeah but barrier approach you yeah know? uh yeah. give them a call send them a dm you mm -hmm. know uh attack them on multiple yeah. fronts you yeah. never know which which one might lead to the right. right connection right exactly exactly but the but the key is don't have it all rooted in in DMs or likes yeah. or yeah, yeah. Exactly. exactly. And uh, I was actually just going to say from a follow-up standpoint, you know, always, you know, for the ones that you said, you know, keep hitting them, you know, keep attacking, whether it's email, use film as a reason to reach back out to that coach. Like you were saying, like, uh, you know, uh, sending a post follow-up, you know, email for these show, uh, showcases, you know, to these coaches, include video with that, mm -hmm. include the highlights to that tournament that you were just at, you know, say, Hey coach, you know, I don't know if you saw me, you know, I was here, you know, uh, obviously, you know, at these fields, it's times, so you know, here's my highlights in case you didn't see. Uh, another thing, too, is, you know, like I'm still, you know, we got some more tournaments coming up this year, you know, would love to be able to send it to you, you know, if possible, you know, kind of leave it a little open ended because that's the one thing, too, you know, coaches, they always want to see more film, you know, they want to see how you're progressing, you know, right. and the, you know, the one reason we always say, you know, keep updating that film is because the athlete now is bigger faster stronger than they were three months ago exactly. you know so we want to make sure you have the film to reflect that and yeah, when you're point. following up with these coaches and you follow up with film from a tournament that was just you know 48 you know uh, 72 hours ago you know uh that's just gonna you know obviously you know get these coaches more intrigued and be like oh heck you know maybe next time you know there's a showcase you go and see her live or heck even invite her you know to the university to a camp and get her you know up on there because that's a, that's another step too. You know, it's like um, a lot of people they want to get these invites to these camps. So it's like, well, you gotta go. You know, you gotta <laughs> you, you can't just not go. You know, you gotta think about you know uh, college ball is you know getting a job. You know, uh, if uh, someone's trying to hire you and they ask you to go for an interview and you don't show up to that interview, they're not gonna hire you. Right. They're gonna hire you know the person that showed up. You know, the other kids that you know, showed up to that camp to compete because, you know, even though they invited you to their camp, there's probably good, you know, 15 to 20 personally that they're looking at strongly from that list that, you know, they were hoping to evaluate you. But if you didn't show up, it's, you know, the other ones that are going to get the shine there. You know, a college coach will never beg you, you know, you, yeah, you know, come absolutely. back. So that's a great point. You know, so that's, that's the main thing is just, you know, uh, following up and just taking that action, like take that trip. You know, there, there's nothing against taking that trip, you know, right now, because right, we always right. say, you know, when you show up to a university, whether or not they're going to pay you thirty thousand dollars, you know, we'll, you know, when you set foot there, we'll determine whether or not 
you'll go there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and so, visiting and stuff is super important, right? Like, yeah. uh, I didn't mean to cut you off. That yeah, my right. bad. Uh, but yeah, you know, everything looks pretty through a computer screen, right? Like you see these these pictures of these campuses, things like that, and it looks great. And then, you know, being able to go to a camp on a campus and visit and just see things in person is such a huge part of the decision making process, yeah. right? Uh, it's like buying a pair of shoes online. You know, you think you know what size might fit right, but you're not entirely sure till they get there. Right. You know, you got to try on that shoe and go up to that camp is for, I guess, a lack of a better way to yeah. say it. But. Yeah. No, it's true. <laughs> well, don't no. be that person. And I think what always kind of baffles me is, is don't, don't be that. We have those conversations too much with too many, you know, too many young, young men, young women who they just spend, it seems like they put too much energy into debating whether they, whether they should go or not, because they're trying, they spend too much time determining if this is an, an actual personal ID camp invite for just yeah. them, or yeah, if this is yeah. just the general mailer. Right? I, get, I get asked yeah. that question very, very often, you know, should we, yeah. should we, how many other kids got this? And the answer can vary. It can be a lot or a little, you yeah. know, uh, but when the, the, the reality of it is, is the answer ultimately should be, and not to be like, blunt or rude but mm. who cares right? yeah that's yeah. what it really should be. Yeah. yeah it's like you know <laughs> exactly 100 percent. and um you know the kids that, that do take it and hey we understand you're not going to be able to go to every camp and buy you make you know financials logistics travel food yeah. everything right it can all add up but if you are sincerely interested in a school and that school invites you you gotta go and you gotta tell them they're your number one choice right they got to feel the love they are not going to chase you down they want to be the ones that are making you know the ones that are like hey this girl's communicator this guy's communicated with us you know he's been to our camp he's come on visits you know at the next level these coaches recruit um for their livelihood mm-hmm. you know what i mean they got to make sure the recruits they're bringing in are the real deal on and off the field or court or whatever sport they play and you're only going to really get that inside look at who they are by shaking their hand in person. And right. I feel like that face-to-face interaction while the COVID year kind of threw that for a loop, you know, like Matt was saying earlier, you know, there's a reason kids are, are, are leaving that didn't get a chance to go visit some of these schools because they got the pretty internet picture. They didn't get the real life, you <laughs> yeah. know, what they were looking for, right. you know? So, yeah. They, they didn't go to, you know, New York uh, in the winter. They went during the summer, <laughs> yeah. you know, when they invited them out, but yeah. it's, it's a different, it's a different world there. Yeah. That season. Yeah. Too. You ain't lying. Yeah. That's so true. And you know, the, there's something go, again, going back to the phone call. Well, not just the phone call, but even in person, right. Mm-hmm. Is the, when you're, when you go make a visit, right. The, the coaches, they can hear it in your voice, right. When you really want to be somewhere, when yeah. you really want to be in a program, you really want to go to a school, mm-hmm. they, you know, or, or you should be making that point to, for them yeah. to hear it in your voice. Right. right? So, um, and, and we get it when you're 14, 15, 16, 17 years old, that's a lot, right. That's a lot to put on someone that age, but, um, but yeah, it's, and that's, I think where we come in, right. right is, exactly. is working with them, working with the parents as well along. And, but one thing, there is one thing to be said is that you will get better at this. The more, the more, you know, the more you talk with coaches, inevitably, yeah. you will feel, you'll feel more comfortable with it. It takes time. Some people like practice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's yeah. just like putting get up shots rest. all day. You know what I mean? Like yeah. eventually you're gonna, you're gonna kind of get it down to a science. And that doesn't mean that you might not have questions at some point. Uh, but it won't be as intimidating. It won't be as scary. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. for a 14-year-old to email a grown man at a college coach and just be like, I want to play for you, you know, that that takes that takes some guts, right? Yeah. Uh, but the ones that are willing to take those little leaps out of their comfort zone, 
especially in this recruiting process, are the ones that are going to win. 100%. Well said. Yeah. We always say the coaches that are interested will lead the conversation too. So, mm. yeah. Very good point. 100%. Yeah. yeah. yeah they're, they're used to talking with teenagers yeah. and, and, you know, mm. they're going to, a lot of teams like, I don't know what to say. It's like, don't worry about it. Just, you know, be yourself, be a human being and interact with them. But uh, don't feel like you got to know what they're going to ask you before they ask. Right. You know, they put a lot of anxiety on themselves yeah. thinking that way. And yeah. that'll just kind of screw up the whole process for them that mm-hmm. way if they, if they overthink it. Yeah. Even if your subject line isn't like 100% super marketing professional, it's way better to send something than to not send Nothing exactly. at all. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Now, obviously, because because this is a soccer podcast, right? Tell from, from the, in the soccer world, the soccer spectrum, tell us what's, what's changed in the, from the college promoters, USA perspective. And what's, what is kind of the evolution that you all have seen with, with soccer? I would say just its popularity. It's really starting to take off. You know what I mean? And it might've been, um, you know, not that it's not been popular before, but I feel like it's becoming more to the forefront now of people's minds. You know, it's not just like this text, we play football, you know what I mean? Like there's, there's other sports out there. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the popularity and just success uh, of some of these high schools here in this region has really propelled the interest to a different level. Uh, so I would say that's kind of the biggest thing I've noticed as well, along with the talent increase I was speaking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like just the the interest in the sport is growing at a rapid, rapid pace, hundred percent. Oh man. Uh, well, I mean, video, uh, on the video side, I would say, you know, VO, you know, those, uh, uh, new platform obviously coming up, you know, huddle used to dominate the space, you know, it's, it's good to see, you know, these other ones, you know, come in. Uh, but heck, I mean, the evolution of the camera that automatically moves and, you know, follows the ball, you yeah. know, for you that you can just set it up. You yeah, know, um, it, yeah, it, it's crazy. I, yeah, uh, had to go film a soccer game uh, a couple weekends ago. And, you know, I'm there, you know, film on the sideline there, you know, and I just see this tall thing, mm. you know, obviously moving. You know, there are some flaws, you know, zoom in a little bit, please. <laughs> Anyone setting that up, just zoom in a little bit. Um, but no, I just, uh, I think it's one of the coolest things, you know, there, uh, you know, if anything, you know, so it just doesn't regulate either a parent or, you know, another staff member to just, you know, relying on filming. Because uh, that's the thing, too. You know, a lot of parents, you know, they they want to watch the game. Uh, I totally understand that. It kind of took me a little bit to get used to, you know, watching the majority of the game, you know, behind the screen. Uh, but, you know, when you do take that little bit of time, you know, the video just obviously, you know, comes out a little bit, you know, better. You can mm-hmm. zoom in versus the, like I said, the zoomed out. Um, but, I mean, I love the the innovation, you know, that they're doing, you know, with those cameras. Uh, constantly evolving it, uh, you know, like I said, you know, with VO and, you know, being able to save, you know, just those highlights, those playlists. Um, I just, uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of, you know, good resources out there that, you know, you should just take advantage of. And, yeah. you know, it's, yeah, especially when they're provided to you, you know, for free from right. the club or the school, take advantage of it. Yeah. So. Uh, I would just side with JM on the change in talent, really. Mm-hmm. Uh we have a stacked 25 class in girls soccer and a stacked 24 class in boys soccer, just from what I can tell. Yeah. Uh, and just, you know, this latest class to the 20, the 22s, they were, they were stacked on the women's side as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would just side with JM on that pretty much. Yeah. You know, one of the things that, that I tend to point out, not, not because of me personally, but the position is one of the things that also makes college promoters USA different is, and I know JM, I know you've heard me mention this in emails is the fact that, you know, our 
you know, our president, Greg Smith, he had the foresight, the vision to bring, you know, to bring in a director of soccer, right? Um, so from that perspective, I guess, not in, not so much in terms of me, but in terms of how have you seen that sh that provide a shift for us in terms of the talent that we're trying to promote here in San Antonio? So I think having, uh, you know, a director of soccer in you is is a massive, massive tool, right? Um, there's someone that knows the game inside and out, right? You know, the intricacies, you know, little things, you know, huge things about it. You know, you've been at every level and coached at every level. And to have that um, in our, you know, in our, our, our wheelhouse of help that we give to these soccer recruits, it, it, it almost acts as a security blanket for them because they know you've essentially gone through everything, right? As a recruiter, as a coach at semi-pro down to high school now, there's no scenario that you haven't encountered at this point. And just to have someone that they can reach out to, you know, that does text them back or call them back or answer their phone. You know what I mean? Like just having someone that knows the space as well as you do um, has really brought more more soccer athletes into this program you know what i mean because that they they feel it brings them a sense of uh of security and just being mm -hmm. able to have someone with your knowledge you know we like frank said you know I, I, we're marketers you know what i mean <laughs> you know i don't know how to kick a soccer ball very far you know what i mean i'm not going to pretend to <laughs> but um you know you've got every single um you know every single thing that, that you could think of you've been through and I feel like that really brings a different layer to this. You know, it's not director of, you know, soccer and other sports. You're a specific soccer guy and someone they can come to. You're the guru. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Awesome. Good deal. Um, nothing to add on that, right? Uh, right? I always get excited when you follow up one of my reports and you're like, do what he said. Because <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, oh, they're definitely going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to follow through. Hey, you guys put out great stuff, man. You let me, let me tell you, uh, a lot of uh, videos being worked on with a lot of uh, goals and shots on goals. So it's always exciting, too. There when you, you get, go. You know, just the, yeah. the better, like there I said, just go. the quality of athlete, you know, coming in. I'm not saying uh, anything against defenders. I love I love tackles, strong tackles, <laughs> everything. But yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's always exciting. And yeah, just to see, you know, the talent just come up, yeah. you know, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. Exciting, exciting times ahead for sure. I would mm -hmm. definitely agree with, with Frank's assessment, particularly on the, uh, that 2025 class. Yeah. It is that, loaded. It is yeah. loaded for sure. For yeah. sure. So, it's, uh, and uh, hope, hopefully we can get more, more to come in. I always yeah, say, so. I, if I'm ever working on a Isabella, Isabella Hart of Ellis's campaign, I'm always like, Isabella. Isabella Hartafellis is her. I always <laughs> she I is a baller, man. <laughs> Bella is a baller. She really is. Nice, nice local uh, Reagan High School product, and also plays club at Classic Sleep, yes, right? Sir. So yes, yeah, sir. awesome, good stuff. Yeah, very nice. Well, hey, gentlemen, this has been great. We're gonna we're gonna transition here over to our counter counterattack segment. All right, so I'll probably pick on you guys for a little bit. Ask maybe about eight to ten questions or so. Let's we'll get rolling through that. Uh, but let's uh, let's break really quick for our uh, quick uh, quick word from our sponsors, which is us, College Promoters USA. <laughs> College Promoters USA, founded and located in San Antonio, operates as the only family-owned college recruiting company in Texas that brings a truly professional, local, and face-to-face -face approach to area high school student athletes and their families. As the lead sponsor and proud supporter of the 5050 podcast, alongside Coach Hector Cano, College Promoters is proud to be elevating its support for the college soccer recruiting process more than any other service in the country. 
If your son or daughter is serious about competing in college soccer, call College Promoters USA directly at 210-494-6363 or visit collegepromotersusa.com anytime. College Promoters USA, the best investment a parent can make in their high school student-athlete. And we are back with our special edition, episode 56, the college recruiting process, a behind-the-scenes look with some of the operational staff here at College Promoters USA. We are in the College Promoters USA headquarters office located here in the Ventura Plaza Shopping Center. Uh, here, for those of you local here in San Antonio, that is located on 1604, right between smack dab between Blanco and Stone Oak, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Ventura so, Plaza. So Ventura Plaza. Yeah. Sorry about that. What did I say? Mm -hmm. What did I say? Did I say Ventura Plaza? I don't know. You said Ventura something. I think, so. I think we should mention P. Terry's too. Yeah, yeah, P. Terry's. Yeah. Yeah. Matt, Matt is buying P. Terry's after something about on the table. I don't know. I, yeah, I no. forget what that was. We help keep P. Terry's light bill on every month. We, uh, we, yeah. uh, we love that place. Perfect spot. Perfect spot. Um, so really quick, before we jump into a uh, counterattack segment. So let me tell you guys, for our listeners here, let me tell you all about our good friends out at Gipper. So. Gipper is the way schools, athletic departments, ADs, and coaches create world-class marketing content. Join 2,500 coaches and ADs and use Gipper to create high-quality visual branded graphics for your program. The best part? Anyone can do it in seconds on any device without needing any design experience whatsoever. In case you haven't noticed, for us, uh, the 50-50 uh, the podcast, we exclusively use now uh, Gipper, Gipper graphics, and I kind of wanted to throw it over to our our director of video here, uh, Matt, any little personal testimony you want to share on that? I love Gipper. Uh, Perfect. No, yeah, no, uh, I mean, uh, and yeah, and uh, no, uh, great sponsor, great platform, you know, a uh, lot of different templates that honestly you cannot mess up on. Like I've, we've thrown interns at some of these tasks before, hmm. or, you know, just some, uh, some people on a certain task trying to, you know, customize some images you know, it always start out, you know, okay, there's some, you know, things to always fix. But um, I mean, heck, this uh, with Gipper with, you know, what we use, you start using some social graphics, uh, even the intro uh, to the video, you know, uh, as well. And, you know, I just think it just, you know, elevates the product pretty much, you know, all around, you know, the, like I said, the motion uh, intros, I mean, just the graphics samples, there's literally a whole bunch that we haven't even, you know, gone through yet. That, yeah you know, excited to, you know, kind of dive in and, you know, yeah, just yeah. keep growing, keep, you know, uh, getting more kids. We're going to keep turning out these Gipper graphics. I, <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much for, uh, for introducing it. Yeah. Yeah. They're great. I've been very impressed, very impressed with them. And, uh, also last thing, listeners of the 5050 podcast can receive 10% off any first time Gipper purchase. Again, that's 10% off any first time Gipper purchase. Just visit gipper.com slash partner slash 5050 to learn more. Again, that's Gipper. That's G I P P E R dot com slash partner slash fifty fifty. So, all right. And uh, oh, by the way, they just uh, they just launched their uh, mobile app too. Their so I don't know if you saw that. Uh, yeah, I yeah. saw the uh, the email come in. I haven't got a chance to mess uh, mess yeah, around it yet, either. but uh, yeah, no. I mean, cool just stuff. making it yeah easy. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah just. Just yeah. for all these cool stuff. Cool stuff. Cool stuff. So for sure. So, all right. Counterattack segment. We get to have some fun pick on you guys and we wrap it up. So, <laughs> all right. We'll go just so we can establish, I guess, an order here. We'll go. We'll go JM, Matt, Frank. Okay. Um, so, all right. Right out of the gate. Strangest thing in your refrigerator right now. Oh, gosh. Um, 
Oh man, that's a that's a very unique one. Uh let me see. I've got me and my girlfriend have quite a stocked fridge of some good stuff. I don't know about weird. I think we have some weird like canned garlic or something that just kind of it, it's good, but yeah. it's canned garlic. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's just kind of <laughs> it's kind of off the wall. But hey, I mean, I, I got to give her a shout out. She makes some incredible meals, so there you know, you go. we we always got it going. There you go. Yeah, and we'll thank her for allowing you to uh, keep keep you here late. <laughs> so so awesome. So yeah. Matt? Oh man, uh strangest things. Let me tell you delicious things. Uh blueberry <laughs> blueberry goat cheese. We we don't have that kind of time. Well, well, let me say it, it's a little strange, but blueberry goat cheese. Uh I don't Blueber know if you say that again. Blueberry goat cheese. Goat cheese? Yes. Uh I believe uh Trader Joe's. Is it pasteurized? Uh possibly i don't know it's, it's probably delicious. if yeah. it sounds more, more, yeah, yeah more, more. Trader yeah across yeah, across the street trader yeah, joe's. across the street trader joe's blueberry goat cheese it will change y'all's life um but yeah that, that's I probably am, the weirdest uh, i am writing that down right now <laughs> blueberry goat cheese blueberry, that's yeah blueberry goat cheese. i never thought i'd hear like the word cranberry vanilla one too i haven't tried but the blueberry goat cheese it will elevate your charcuterie boards there you go <laughs> interesting yeah my wife and i are all about that so there you go the spice it up Frank. Yeah. Uh, I help take care of my grandpa. So we got a lot of like egg beaters and like fat, low fat substitutes. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I think I might have some kimchi in there. Oh, okay. there you go. now we're getting, uh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Next one. All right. Kimchi. That's definitely a first on the podcast. Kimchi. Um, hobby you discovered during the pandemic. Oh, geez. Um, I actually got into listening to lo-fi music during the pandemic. Lo-fi? Yeah, it's like um, instrumentals, calming stuff, you gotcha. know, and just kind of having that on in the background. Cause Weren't we talking about that a little while ago? I With think so. The, or the live, the live, no, the music lab, or when we, I was mentioning something. But anyway, I'm yeah. sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Jack. No, 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 it's, uh, it, at least for me, you know, that is just a kind of way to calm down, even if it's only five minutes, put on a couple songs, but something about the way it sounds through headphones just kind of helps calm me, uh, you know, and just being able to do that. So, you know, in the pandemic, you know, a lot of people were, you know, by themselves, you know what I mean? So they, they only had music and other forms of entertainment to really keep themselves from going, you know, crazy for lack yeah. of a better term. And, you know, finding that musical balance <laughs> there was, was nice. Cause that was, uh, that was something that uh, I needed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh man. Hobby. Uh, I guess it, I'm a, I'm a grown man. I started uh, collecting sports cards <laughs> again. You know, that's, that's one thing this uh, pandemic, of course, uh, kind of sparked a little bit. You know, you're at home, you know, you get, uh, I don't know, online. Second, kind of stuff. second sports card reference of the evening. Also, yeah. hey, And hey. let me tell you, Matt has a great collection of cards. <laughs> I am jealous of his collection. He has some really cool ones in there. Yeah, I try to. Uh, now, now my birthday gifts are now like either sports cards, like packets of cards or something mm -hmm. like that. If I know, you know, at least the person kind of likes it. But yeah, no, a uh, fun hobby to get into. You know, there's a, a lot of shows that happen, uh, you know, probably quarterly across the street, the Shrine Auditorium. You know, there's a good yeah. two-day yeah, uh, yeah. sports card show just – you know, a lot of great people, you know, enjoying the hobby, you know. Are they still having those? Yeah. They still have those? Matt sleeps in his car so he doesn't miss it. He's first in line. That's not true. I'm just kidding. I wish I could say I don't believe you. I've been to car shows with this guy. You want to talk about someone who's thorough and goes and looks at every table and 
cross examines everything. Yeah, it, it's, yeah. It, Matt is as is that, uh, is that video intense. video it analysis is. brain of his, and yeah. he's he's very smart with it too. You know, he's checking yeah. deals and making sure, and it's <laughs> it's crazy. I love to see it in his element like that because he's uh, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, I yeah, know those uh those dollar boxes do get a little uh kind of time consuming. Like, yeah. I'll be with him, and he was like, "Hey, man, I, I kind of want to go. I'm a little hungry." It's like, bro, it's like we're, I'm only on aisle two. You know, it's like there's <laughs> there's four, five or six more to go. But it's Pete Terry's across the street. Yeah. Man. Walk <laughs> Yeah, just walk over yeah. there. I'll meet you. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> whenever Matt and I, uh, whenever I'm not sending him video, we're talking about fantasy football. Uh, and one day there was this guy who was a tight end for Texas A&M, and he was like a rookie. And I was telling him, I was like, bro, Jay Sternberger is going to like be a breakout fantasy tight end. He got waved. <laughs> <laughs> and then for my birthday the next year, he got me a signed Jay Sternberger, like $5 card. And I have like, I was laughing so hard. About it. I was like, you just remember this random thing that I said and that he got waved? That's so funny. Wow. <laughs> it's good. It's funny. And it's funny. In. Hey, you got to do the, uh, you guys, see, so the Panini, mm -hmm. the uh, Panini World Cup books with the stickers. Mm -hmm. Are you guys familiar with those at all? Oh. They're, they're huge, man. They're huge overseas. You know, they're around the world. But, I mean, those that's something that my daughters kind of picked up last World Cup back in 2018. And now we're we're kind of up and running with that now. Yeah. But those are hard. Right now they're hard to track down because they're, like, flying off the shelves everywhere. Mm -hmm. oh, unless you unless you order them and you try to Amazon them. But it's also kind of random what you're getting. Yeah. But, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, it's pretty pretty crazy stuff so yeah no, it's uh yeah the, those uh i mean soccer like especially with the popularity i mean that's you know we talk a little bit more on the sports cards and say yeah those are pretty much you know cleaned out but uh friday mornings and saturday mornings uh could probably test your luck there you know it's there a good go. restock there you good go restock days look so. at him look at him always <laughs> no. research analysts so. buy retail yeah. never buy online frank how about you <laughs> oh i was a bread person uh, oh yes this is a great story <laughs> i uh I had like a couple different starters going with like different hydration levels. I was pretty, pretty into, pretty deep into the bread. Yeah. We're done the bread rabbit hole. All right. All right. Yeah. Okay. This man is going to survive any apocalypse. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's the one thing. All you got to do make is combine the bread with the uh, blueberry, blueberry goat, goat cheese. We might be. <laughs> we just, I, I think it's, I think we're going to make it happen next time. I'm, I'm in the office. Okay. So let's set up charcuterie board. All right. Oh, so, I'm, I'm all right. so, all right. Um, so good deal. All right, moving on. Next one. Uh emoji gif or meme person. Which one are you and why? Uh I would say gif. I love sending gifs. They're fun. Um, there's just anything you can think of. There's a random, you know, one second clip yeah. of it out there. I think it's fun. You know, you can just mm -hmm. have a lot that can be used for a lot of different situations, but I would say I'm I'm probably a gif go, guy. Go to gif. Go to gif. Um UTSA has one. For those of y'all that don't know, it, it would have come out on this podcast at some form or fashion. Eventually. Shameless plug, get it out. I am a diehard UTSA Roadrunner. Birds up, baby. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so um, you know it's uh, it's something that you know, I really really love to do. Yeah, yeah. awesome, good deal. Matt, uh, I would probably say GIF uh, person as well. Yeah, uh, yeah, over the emojis yeah. and uh, probably just the uh, the Ric Flair Ric Flair woo. You know, well, just, which one though? Which oh one? man, there, I mean, there's one where he's always got the glasses. You're just always like, <laughs> you're yeah, just like going, yeah. going back into the mic. But yeah, there you go. No, the Vince always, McMahon uh, walk is funny too. Oh, that's, oh, that's a great yeah, one. yeah, that is there. a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, I haven't used that one in a minute. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, I'm a pretty plain texture. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not even emojis. I, I mean, 
I use like gifts. No, most, you got I the uh, the you got the is it what is it the emojis or bemojis? What are they? I forgot we both have the. Yeah, the yeah, that system. I've gotten from. Like purple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I guess I like gifts the most, and uh, the one that I use the most would probably be uh, that one from The Wire, where the guy's like standing in the co- in the like copy shop, and he's like, <laughs> oh, okay. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's yeah, like, yeah. He's, he's like, no yeah, way. I yeah. send that one like often. Yeah, Anytime someone yeah. sends me any sort of news, I'm like, yeah. The one uh, where they have the the lady and you see the equations going on on the side of her head and oh, she's that's like, a oh, that's a good yeah. one. That's always. I like a fun the Rodney one. Dangerfield version of that one. Have you seen that? I one? haven't seen that. No, one. No. no, yeah. The um, I remember when uh, the first time when I made the conversion came to the dark side and got the iPhone, right? Yeah. Apple. Um, I remember. <laughs> I sent. I sent my. Mem- I sent my memoji. My, my memoji, whatever it's called, to. Uh, to Frank and then Frank replied with his own and then he said sorry it looks like my guy hasn't gone through puberty yet or something <laughs> oh yeah that, that one was a baby I don't know why he was like that <laughs> that was a good one though it was a good a good one all right next one um usually I've been asking this one at towards the end later but I'll ask it earlier scale of one to ten uh-huh. right you got to be completely objective here okay, okay. how good or bad of a driver are you if one is your god awful, and the ten is your the standard. Oh my right? gosh! Let Not me... in your own personal opinion. You got to be objective here, right? You got to be <laughs> objective here. I, I do have road rage. I'm not going to say it's crazy, but yeah. I do not like to. Or as we call it in San Antonio, driving. Yeah, right? yeah, driving in the city is <laughs> yeah. absolutely frustrating. It's a task. Um, I would say I'm probably at a solid eight. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. Um, I just. I get mad behind the wheel. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> Driving uh, angry. Man. But, uh, Nicholas you Cage. know, I've, I've gotten better at it. Yeah. You know, it's not worth it to get all bent out of shape. You're just going to hit the light anyways and be a minute and a half later than normal. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I've gone through some personal growth things with that as well. But yeah. uh, road rage is, uh, is a thing, you know. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. I mean. I think I'm a pretty good driver. My wife would probably, you know, definitely say something different. Matt's a great uh, driver. I apparently don't brake uh, quick enough, you know, or <laughs> slow down. So it's a it, it's a big uh, debate and problem we're we're having. But I, I feel like I'm a good strong nine ten. Yeah, I've taken know? multiple road trips with Matt, just going to combines and stuff that we've yeah. been at. And you're a good driver, dude. Yeah, you know, normally when you drive, you you choose the music or anything. Yeah. So I always like yeah. I always like my playlists, yeah. some podcasts. I don't know, Matt. Matt strikes me like a ten and two guy, right? Just right <laughs> left-handed time. steering. Yeah. Yeah. Carly, that's all I do. Two Carly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, y'all know. Oh god. That common driving situation where like someone does something dumb and then they wave at you to like thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a four, and that's me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Same. If I ever wave at you in traffic, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I did not see you. <laughs> I I say, you are not. Please tell me you're not the uh, far left lane blinker on for four miles. No, just holding no, up. no. no okay. I'm like, I'm like non-passing lane until I have to pass you. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But I'm also just like, if I have to go somewhere that I like, I could drive on 1604. I'm a 10 on 1604. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. but like, the second that I have to go somewhere that I don't know, uh, I definitely turned the wrong way and like 
am waving at you because yeah. I accidentally cut you off. <laughs> you know, it's going to be nuts. Another shameless plug here. I'm a huge nerd for buildings and highways and just yeah. weird stuff like that. 1604 is going to be 10 lanes wide within the next like three or four years. So it's going to be a double decker. Yeah. Matt's, uh, uh, Frank's going to be waving at a lot of people. Yeah. So. <laughs> The amount of construction that I saw, roads, how different yeah. they were in the two years that I was gone to when I came oh, back. It's just crazy. Yeah. Crazy it's, insane. It's, it's crazy insane. All right. Next one. Morning person or night owl? Um, I'm definitely more of a night owl. Uh, I don't necessarily stay up late, uh, but if I'm able to sleep in, I will sleep in. Sleep yeah. is sleep is incredible. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Man, Man, I've uh, I've kind of tossed and turned. Uh, uh, before, of course, I moved in with my uh, wife. Me and JM were actually uh, roommates upon a time. So That's right, uh, more uh, more uh, night owls, uh, I think. But uh, over the course, you know, she's a uh, she's a nurse, so she's got to be, you know, up at six thirty, seven o'clock to you know be you know at work by eight. Yeah. So um, I've kind of switched a little bit more to taking advantage of those hours. You know, we got a little dog. You know, go take the dog. You know, for a little walk. Uh, but then, yeah, you know, take that time in the morning to, you know, kind of do whatever I want to do, you know, whether like Frank said, you know, we do fantasy football. So it's, you know, checking the <laughs> rosters, making sure everything's all good or heck, there's a, a video that I know that I need to get out, you know, the the morning or something like that. I'll, you know, have it run or I mean, you know, do a little bit of edit, editing. But yeah, no, it's um, I mean, honestly, I love both. I could yeah. I could I could stay up and, you know, for hours. Or, yeah. yeah. Wake up early. But. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Take okay. advantage of the time. Uh, I'm an owl currently, but I would like yeah. to transition to be a morning person. <laughs> Can you make the try? Yeah, I don't yeah, know. I don't, I don't know. I would like yeah. to try. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I stay up late. Uh, I think you got to be a I, probably a six or a seven driver, a driver in order to make okay. that switch. <laughs> okay. Only Step two waves per year. Better yeah. at driving. Step two. Okay. Yeah, this I is a this down. is quickly turned into an intervention, Frank. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. Good deal. All right. Next one. Who would play you in a movie? Oh my gosh. I, I love asking this one. This is a good one. Let me see. Ooh, gosh. Oh my gosh. How am I going to say this? Cause I, I don't know. I, I I mean, I don't know. Who, who do you think would play me? That's, that's I should be asking you this. this who is would a, play yeah, you? Yeah. Don't do this reverse. Hey, psychology go, hey, man. Me, man. Don't do this. Um, who, I don't know. You know who kind of looks like me? And this is something Greg pointed See, that's out. That's the me. tricky part about this question. That, and that's why I love to ask it. Yeah. It doesn't have to necessarily be looks, right? It can right. be kind of mannerisms, personality, you know, not. You know, I, I don't know who's can. But you also have to try to find now. someone that is like famous. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right. Let's see. Justin Long. Mm. I could be maybe maybe if he had a. It sounds like a funny movie. Yeah, yeah like, that'd be a funny movie. You <laughs> asked me, and I was immediately trying to think of anybody like remotely like famous. Yeah. In Godzilla movies, oh, you know, gosh. I was trying to think of Godzilla movies, and I'm just like, I don't know, man. No. Because um, yeah. they've all been good actors in the recent yeah. Godzilla movies. Yeah. But you wouldn't classify them as like famous celebrities, right? right? Yeah, they're so. they're, uh, they're. I mean, there's there's some good ones. Um. So. Yeah, that's a good question. And I'll be thinking about the answer now because that caught me yeah. off guard. Like crazy. Justin Long, huh? yeah. Okay, interesting. Matt, I I, I have uh, no idea. Uh, maybe uh, heavier Jonah Jonah Hill <laughs> from back in the day. <laughs> you know, I don't know. You know, not fit Jonah Hill, not now Jonah Hill, but you know. Dang, y'all are gonna have a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. This one I could probably answer a little bit better. I don't know character names, okay. but with Matt, I was thinking. Somebody on the cast from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I don't know why, but that came like to Like Mac? 
Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe, yeah. Maybe, maybe, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I can do that. Not, not Danny DeVito, <laughs> in case you're wondering. Not Danny. I'm a little tall. <laughs> Frank. Christian Bale, because he would become me. Oh, man. <laughs> Nothing's going to top that answer. There man, you go. That was a go. great one. That might be a walk-off. You're, yeah. you're dismissed. You're dismissed. <laughs> <laughs> he would become me. All right. A right. um, couple more, and we'll wrap it up. So this, this one I normally ask from the soccer perspective, but I'll ask you all mm-hmm. more so from the college, you know, from the mark, the recruiting service world, right? Okay. The recruiting service industry. Okay. If you, let's say so, the entire recruiting service industry in this country, you, each of you individually are appointed the the czar, right? Mm-hmm. Of you're you're overseeing it. What is the first change you would make uh, on day one in the recruiting process as a whole? Yes, yeah. czar. Um, like the immediate change, first change you would make. I would say, and I'm going to get a lot of flack for this, but the whole unlimited transfer thing. I would change that. I, I don't mind, you know, a, a couple, I mm-hmm. guess, finding the right fit, but unlimited. You mean like transfer portal? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. I don't even want to say that as a whole because it's it has benefit, right? If you're not happy somewhere and you're yeah. able to go and find it, you know, who am I to judge that? Um, you know, I, I have a good one. I would say maybe the there are coaches that, and especially in the college football world, that always kind of lament and say things like, well, you know, uh, they need to stick it for the long haul if a kid does transfer. And then what we don't know is that that coach is literally about to jump ship to another program mm-hmm. next year when they get hired. Mm-hmm. So the whole, um, I guess, soapbox thing uh, with, and again, I'm not trying to point fingers or anything like that, but, you know, some of these coaches, um, they do that. That's kind of the reason. That's what I would think. Yeah. 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 Right. And I'm trying to think, what was the, the main question uh, again? Just like to change like recruiting. Yeah. What would you change in the recruiting recruiting service industry? If you were appointed like czar of it, right? Like, and you can implement immediate change. What would be the very first thing, most oh, important man. thing you would do? I mean, the most important thing I would say is just, you know, always have that video ready. Like, I feel like that has to be the number one, you know, important thing, no matter uh, it, whether, you know, a person signs up with our service or another service, when you sign up for that service, have video ready, you know, just, just to go on there. Cause like I said, you know, that's the first thing these coaches see, you know, that's the first thing, you know, that they pretty much, you know, uh, recruit and, you know, base, uh, uh, base their judgments off. Um, so yeah, I mean, I would simply, you know, if I was a coach, you know, I know, you know, say for football, they have Saturday practice, you know, where they go, you know, watch their film. I know they do the workout after to, you know, uh, get the soreness out, but, I would dedicate a day to where at least each of my seniors went in and saved all their film, you know, from that previous game to, to have it ready. Um, I mean, go a step further, learn huddle, learn these other ones where you can create that custom one or just, you know, putting your better plays, you know, up front. But I feel, you know, these coaches, you know, just have to make sure that these kids know how important film is just, you know, throughout the whole recruitment process throughout everything so yeah if i was uh, a coach i would just make sure all my kids just have their film saved on huddle mm-hmm. ready to go to where if a college coach is lucky enough to know that kid's name they go try to view it it's right there ready you know for them so yeah just uh prioritizing video really you know that's that's what i would do because you know whether or not you got you know two minutes three minutes worth of film or just two or three plays like anything is better than nothing and, you know, that's just that's just the gone Irish truth, especially when, you know, say you only had two or three, you know, plays that one game. 
there's normally, you know, 10 games during the season that's going to attribute, you know, 20 plays, 25 plays. That, right. That's a decent enough highlight video uh, to pretty much, you know, open a lot of doors. And, you know, that's a that's the main thing. You know, this this recruitment process can open a lot of doors, you know, not just athletic wise, but, you know, uh, oh, yeah. kind of touch base, you know, from the people you meet, you know, the the girlfriends, boyfriend, you know, the, the yeah. people you date. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it really is, you know, just, you know, staying staying on your own film and just making sure making sure it's ready for that stuff. Yeah. Right. Hmm. That is a tough one. Uh I would it's it's a big if I were czar, I would mm -hmm. I would appoint big task. You know what I'm <laughs> right. uh, I would say like find a new way to streamline it. Uh there are so many different uh like you know sophomores can talk to these people when they it's like june 15th of their yeah, year and yeah. then like it's for some sports it's like september 1 of their junior right. year and i'm like maybe if everything was just like better presented almost i would just do a better job of presenting the stuff uh and just more education about what it really takes to play college ball and what's like really out there. Cause I'm sure most people, I'm sure most people understand what an equivalent chief scholarship is. If they're like listening to this podcast or right. if they pay for college coaches USA or if they are with any service, I hope they understand what an equivalency scholarship is. Uh, but just more, more literature about stuff like that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And how many offers are really available at the NAIA level or at the D2 level. Yeah. So, yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the equivalency piece, like we could dive into that. Yeah. Obviously, <laughs> that's far, far much more. But uh, all right. Last one. I'm kind of this one's a loaded one. So we'll kind of just try to pick at some point. We've had these conversations. Right. So think about this one. Um, a prediction, one prediction mm -hmm. in terms of this industry. Mm -hmm. Right. The college you know, college recruiting service industry mm -hmm. as it relates to everything we see going on. We talked about that triple whammy earlier in college athletics. One prediction in terms of the college recruiting service industry in the next five years. I think um, people are slowly starting to realize that the dot-coms, the just mass marketing type of things isn't going to work. Um, you know, it's – if you're going to hire a service – like us, you know, we do marketing, we actually do physical marketing, and that is not touched on by any other service out there. Um, I think people are going to kind of realize that maybe it's not about how many kids you can put on some website or how many thousands and thousands of help, you know, if people do it a way like us, where it's, hey, we're going to sit down, make sure you're a fit, make sure we're a fit for y'all. We're not going to have, you know, in crazy, crazy number of recruits, we're going to be doing it certainly for only the ones that we vetted, right? right? And I feel like maybe just that is going to, you know, kind of become more of the norm, uh, mm -hmm. at least uh, in parents' minds that, you know, maybe they're going to stop kind of, you know, they're going to shy away from the, hey, you know, let's, let's, you know, you guys are, well, I'm up in Chicago, you know, I'm with so-and-so company, but let's have a Zoom, you know what I mean? Not that Zoom's bad, but, you know, when, when we're able to really drive it home yeah. locally, I feel like that is going to become a staple of um, how it's perceived, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. and kind of yeah. a lack of yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, good point, good point, Matt. Hmm. I mean... Yeah, that is a uh, kind of tough at least to see in the five years. I mean, I just, um, 
I mean, probably just the more information, you know, that's going to be out there for each kid. It's going to be more, you know, sort of accessible, you know, uh, out there. I mean, man, I'm trying to think like exactly. It's kind of a tough one to even assess from the from the video, from the film perspective, right? Yeah, you know, you I know mean, stuff's coming in terms of technology, but yeah, you know, uh, even Huddle uh, nowadays they're starting to revamp, you know, their system. Like, you know, now when I go in and I look at the older, you know, sort of set, it's Huddle Classic. You know, mm -hmm. now they're pushing a, a new Huddle, which you know I kind of got to go in, you know, view around. But I mean, in that space, I would probably say, you know, being able to automatically tag certain athletes, you know, that's going to obviously keep uh, increasing, you know, that technology. You know, sometimes, you know, it, it's pretty decent at picking up, you know, which kid did this. But at the same time, too, I've done, you know, I've downloaded highlights where, you know, we the parents trusted that or we try to touch that. And then only for them to tell me like, oh, that wasn't the right, you know, girl, she's wearing this. And it's like. You know, uh, but but slowly, you know, that that uh, technology is, is just getting better. I mean, I think, you know, just in this process, I mean, the, the athlete just has to be more proactive, too. You know, it's uh, you can't just sit back, you know, play, you know, your sport and hope that these college coaches will find you. I mean, so, someone might, you know, I mean, that's the one or two kids, you know, on, on the on the team. That's perfectly fine. But, you know, um, if coaches come by to visit the school and they didn't pull you, you know, out of, uh, uh out of classroom and talk to you, right. you know, that means they weren't there for you, you know? So, you know, even if it's not, you know, that school, you know, you can still try and, you know, um, just attack the other ones, but yeah, no, I mean, I just, uh, I just think that info, I mean, I mean, heck, we don't know if another pandemic could possibly happen again, or just a lot of things kind of shift a little bit more, you know, to online, you know, again, so like I said, I mean, just that online presence, the having the Twitter, I mean, that that's probably it now, you know, or like having those, you know, those socials, the the video, just everything. Mm -hmm. But yeah, no, I mean, I, I'm sure something's going to uh, come by, you know, just going to kind of, you know, uh, revolutionize, you know, things a little bit more. But I mean, I just, you know, having that information, you know, quicker to these college coaches, you know, it's probably just, you know, so, so something will probably change there just to make it easier for them. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, Twitter. Twitter is an interesting one in terms of just because it's it's been in the news, mm -hmm. you know, within the last week with mm -hmm. the Elon Musk purchase mm -hmm. going through. And mm -hmm. what is that going to what will that look like right in in a year? Yeah, right. it could be a totally years. different platform. Yeah, right. could, could be. Right. I mean, TikTok could be, you know, an interesting one because even mm -hmm. then you can, you know, maybe throw in a little bit more highlights versus the Instagram, you know, which yeah. is more pictures, you know, than the video. Um, yeah, so, speak, yeah, there's a lot of data now that's going out recently, metadata showing that. TikTok is gaining as an actual search engine mm -hmm. while Google is starting to drop. Really? Yeah. Also, keep an eye out for Vine. It's coming back, baby. I promise. <laughs> Some recruit vines. My that, that's what's going to change. MySpace. My, my, my my oh, MySpace. My yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Frank. Uh, what was the question? The prediction in oh, terms of this industry in the next five years. Yeah. One so, prediction, maybe. I have two. I think. Uh, field level will replace like Twitter for kids that don't have Twitters. Mm -hmm. I think it'll just be more popular. Uh, and like more schools will co-sign with their questionnaires on it. Uh, and then I think like the rise of, uh, you know, everyone's got like their Apple watch on the rise of like biometrics. And like, mm -hmm. I think coaches might start asking for that stuff. And, uh, if they have it, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Coaches are going to be asking for blood yeah. pressure pretty soon. Yeah. So <laughs> true story. I don't know, and and I don't. I actually don't know if you saw the last episode of the Fifty Fifty podcast, oh, but yeah. So we had uh, 
it was oh my god i'm drawing a blank on his name uh jack stewart yeah jack stewart so he's the uh sales sales uh director for uh, beyond pulse right so so we had both him and uh, J- uh john o'callahan from vo camera right there were on the last episode but jack stewart from beyond pulse that's exactly what he said he said it's it's in its infancy stage but college coaches now are not only requesting film but they're now also starting to request that kind of data that's cool so in terms of measuring you know intensity more mainly intensity level work ethic work rate that kind of stuff so that's and it's it's in its infancy stage but it's starting to be requested when available yeah yeah, yeah, it's gonna so. be crazy seeing the miles per hour on high school kids. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be insane. It's gonna be like there's a loose ball. Did his you know heart rate increase and did he dive for it right then? You know what yeah. I mean? Like there's yeah. gonna be all sorts yeah. of metrics they're gonna be able to base off this data. Right, that's really yeah. gonna make it a whole different layer of yeah. And that's come yeah. So it's it's interesting that you said yeah. that because that's literally what got what was mentioned in yeah. the last episode i was but. just thinking like as more high school coaches begin to adopt it you know what i'm saying the more data there will be and i'm sure it'll all oh circle. yeah 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 and then and then with that comes the training and certification of how to interpret that data and how to you right how to use it right so yeah so more lots more to come on that front so yeah great stuff all right gentlemen well hey this has been great uh as we do as is customary in our podcast we always like to leave with kind of final thoughts Mm -hmm. so any random has doesn't have to be connected to anything we've discussed today but whether it's a shout out a thank you or just a final thought something on your mind something you want to share um we always like to go around uh and uh, you all are our guests so we will, uh, the floor is yours. We'll start with Jan. I want to give a shout out to the UTSA women's soccer team today. Look at um, you. They took down UAB <laughs> in double overtime. Yeah. Way to go, ladies. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Coach Derek Pittman. Derek the, Coach Pittman. He's a uh, two, maybe a three. Oh, he's been on here multiple times. Yeah. Oh, I said two or three times. But yes, he is a 50 50 pod alum. Yeah, so, great yeah, guy. Yeah. Um, you know, shout the out way, to him and his crew. Shout out to him and good luck beat North Texas. Yeah, yeah. We had to look up the time on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, and I just, uh, I'm, I'm just uh, appreciative, you know, being able to work, you know, in this space, working, you know, with high school athletes. Uh, you know, uh, one of them. It, it's very ironic that I became the video guy because in high school, or you know, uh, leaving high school, I didn't have a highlight tape. Like we were talking about kids still using VHS tapes. That was my high school. Yeah. And uh, I remember just a, a couple years, you know, when I moved up to uh, uh, here to San Antonio to you know, go to UTSA. Uh, tried to acquire, you know, that film, whole new regime came in. Obviously, they had some digital cameras to where they basically just scrapped the entire, you know, VHS tape. So, yeah. you know, I was uh, I was a few months too late. So, you know, the only thing I can leave, you know, with, you know, the kids, with families, anything is just, you know, save your film. You know, these resources of VO, Huddle, uh, Trace ID makes it really easy to just save your film and save your highlights. And that is to me is just the, the most important thing just to take away. Just, just use that resource. Like you, you, you watch the game, you know, whenever y'all study it, just keep in mind, you know, 15, 26, I had a tackle, you know, 32, 30, I had a shot on goal, you know, you know, anything like that. Just try to save your film and put that film in front of anyone you can. If you can put it in your Twitter, send it to coaches, um, but always update your film as well. You know, like I said, every three, four months, you know, bigger faster athlete just keep going uh this process you only go through it once 
you know, it's, it's four years, maximize those four years and, you know, just keep pushing, you know, be proactive. If you're not hearing from coaches, go to them, go to the athletic website, fill out the, you know, student uh, prospective, you know, questionnaire, you know, do that. And when you email the coaches say, Hey coach, I just filled out your questionnaire. Here's my film. I would love to be, you know, go, go to, you know, to your university. That right there is just going to take you a whole lot more places than, you know, the kid or just, you know, not being able to do that. So, you know, be proactive, keep chasing it, save your film. You are, you are going to regret it if you don't save it. Trust me. Just, just save it. That, that's, that's my only take. Especially for CPUSA kids, save yeah. your film. We will find it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Let's talk about this. Yeah. We have this like 2022 linebacker who I never spoke to and, uh, he just saved his film on huddle and he tweeted his stats every week. And uh, he's nice. at Western Kentucky University. Never spoke to me, but I never stopped marketing him D1. Look at <laughs> that. And Frank <laughs> never stopped sending me his film. So <laughs> that's, I, did. <laughs> I did not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but but yes, yeah. just uh, just save your film. You know, ne you never yeah. know who's watching and uh, you'll be glad, you know, someone someone did. Yeah. yeah. So Frank, final thoughts. Oh, man. Uh, I guess I'll do shout outs. Uh, sure. Shout out to the whole CPUSA family, you know, Greg, who couldn't be here with us today. Uh, we're real thankful for him and uh, all that his family has done to keep this business afloat for a long time. Uh, shout out our franchises, Mitch. Uh, Chris, Mel. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> yes, Mel, Jerome out in Tennessee. Uh, Hector, incredible, incredible podcast. Thanks for having Thank us you, on. Bro. Yeah, this Hector guy is pretty cool. Um, I think he's okay. And if you're a college coach, listen, great hair, uh, men's soccer, women's soccer, maybe you come from a different sport, uh, email me. I will provide you every single piece of information that I have on any of my athletes. If you email me at frank at college promoters, USA.com. Awesome. Great, great stuff. Great plug. Great plug. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so I'll follow that up really, really quick with, if you are a potential, you know, a, a, I call them a pre-PSA, right? Yeah. You're not sure if you're interested or you think you're interested, but you kind of want to learn more about what it takes, right? You know, give us a call, you know, uh, come in here, your parents. And that's one of the best things because the one thing I, and JM hit on it earlier is that what I think what really makes us different. And part of the reason why I wanted to be a part of this organization is when we, when a parent, when parents come in, right? When a student athlete comes in, that evaluation, it's a two-way evaluation, right? Absolutely. Because we we're willing to work with everybody, but we don't just take anybody. Like we have, we're, we can be kind of picky as well. Yeah. So we have to make sure that we're the right fit for you. So, um, so I think that's a big piece. So yeah. So kudos to, to follow up your plug there, but I have, mine's a quick two-parter one. Uh, if you haven't already, um, for at least for those who can, uh, cause I, obviously we know we have some people that can't vote yet that are younger of age, but go vote. Right. If you haven't already, uh, use your voice, exercise your voice, go vote. Uh, as you know, as a retired, you know, retired military member, that's kind of one of those things in terms of the freedoms and liberties, what we have utilize that exercise those. So go vote. Um, and the other thing is just, uh, thank you. Big thank you to you all. Thank, thank you for you. being here tonight. And, uh, we will do this again for sure. Uh, we'll, uh, definitely take different angles of approach as far as having, uh, different ones in the future. Would love to have this more often. Um, and again, also shout out, shout out to our president, Greg Smith, who couldn't be here tonight. Uh, but still was also one of those where he's been on the podcast a couple of times already, but, uh, yeah, I think this is just, it's a great thing to be able to be a part of this organization and where, where I've seen it go in 
the what one year and five months i think i've been yeah. a part of it has been pretty awesome so yeah, it's, been it's, been, incredible. it's been pretty special so uh, i enjoy it and i'm looking forward to another year and a half so i appreciate you guys thanks so uh again to our listeners our supporters you're the reason why we do it and um you know follow us you can follow us on social media on twitter at 50 underscore 50 pod you can also follow us on instagram at 50 underscore 50 podcast uh you can also again find us on youtube go on there sign up for uh, subscribe sign up for notifications and go out there and give us a listen please and give it rate subscribe that always helps the podcast as well so until the next time keep downloading and keep listening you've been listening to the 50 50 podcast powered by college promoters usa Help us continue to grow by liking, rating, and subscribing on all major podcast platforms. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at 50 underscore 50 pod, on Instagram at 50 underscore 50 podcast, as well as on YouTube at the 50 underscore 50 podcast. Until the next time, keep downloading and keep listening.